Broken onto the scene with hard-hitting tracks and now approaching steadfast with latest track Sunshine Coast, a genre-blending song that takes a modern approach to folk and Americana. She was named one of the Pushes 25 Under 25 in late 2023, and she's received praise from iconic Australian music legends, including Kate Miller-Hike, Tanya Docco, and Katie Whiten. A true embodiment of a talented artist and songwriter, the Nam-based singer joins us here on The Hoist to chat about all things Sunshine Coast and her upcoming single launch party. We are Louie and Darcy, and you're joined by the infinitely talented Mia Pisano. Thank you so much. That was so nice. (laughs) (laughs) We're so glad to have you. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here. (laughs) No, it's it's absolutely an honour. Truly, truly, truly. We're so excited to have you in the show and we're keen to get into the nitty gritty, the abstract, the deep and the somewhat quirky (laughs) elements of your career. If there is any, I'm sure there's so many. (laughs) Um, Tell us about yourself, who you are and what you're looking forward to this year. Yeah, well, my name is Mia Pisano, as I'm sure you've heard, and uh, I'm a singer-songwriter. I guess my artistry and my personality has always been like a a big mix of like a lot of silliness and and energy and being funny and then also being a really sad, sensitive, introspective person. So they both come through in my music, but I'm trying to embrace the silly side a bit with this track. Uh, I'm super excited for this song to come out and then Hopefully once all like the beachy silliness and fun has passed, I've got some sadder tracks coming soon. (laughs) Getting to the deep part. I love it. (laughs) It's like you have to give people emotional whiplash. Uh, One of my uni teachers always said to me, like, you know, comedy works the best next to tragedy. So you've got to make people laugh, which I do like in between songs at gigs and then make them cry with the song, you know. (laughs) Such a perfect blend. I love it. It's so arty. (laughs) I think that that's the best way to do it, honestly. Emotional whiplash. We're so here for it. We really are. You released a live clip on Triple J on Earth last year, which precedes this debut single. Can you talk to us about your journey up to Sunshine Coast's release? Uh, Yeah, well, I guess I've always um, considered myself more of a live performer. I think yeah, everything just literally comes alive when I'm performing live and I just couldn't really hack the studio. I've like chipped away at a lot of songs with a lot of different people um, in a lot of different places and it never, the pieces never really fit, I think, until Sunshine Coast. So I had this um, set that I just recorded through the mixer at a gig that I thought went really, really well. Just a duo gig, two guitars, one voice. And I had one song called Still Coming Down, which I just had just written so it was like my first time playing it live after writing it which is always so like electric and special and I thought it would be great to have that moment captured and just put it out yeah. put it out to the world absolutely does it feel kind of surreal that that's out there um a little bit <laughs> it's uh yeah. I it's um still it's not on it's not on, available for streaming services any on streaming services anymore but it's still on Bandcamp, so you can still go and buy it it's kind of like a little exclusive bonus track i get like guess like a taste of um what the song for sounded like when i wrote it before we eventually hear a fully yeah. produ- produced track with the band in the studio yeah that's really epic i feel like not a lot of artists have that so that's really cool it's pretty vulnerable I guess especially to release like a live version before an actual version or just to track anything live or without knowing you're going to release it yeah it's definitely super vulnerable and a vulnerable song as well absolutely 
That's really cool. And I think that that's just one of the many things that makes you a really, really unique artist and really, really infinitely cool. <laughs> Your music can be likened to the sound of like Casey Musgraves and Missy Higgins, who are two obviously very established voices in the industry. Can you tell us a little bit about what artists and who you find yourself taking inspiration from and what about their artistry captivates you the most? Well, those two were actually really good examples to bring up, um, who I don't really... I don't talk about them as much because I feel like they're such foundational artists that I listened to growing up that kind of formed the foundation of my sound that I'm not really listening to a lot anymore. Um, Casey Musgraves, her first album, Same Trailer, Different Park, I bought that from JB Hi-Fi when I was 12, <laughs> like the day it kind of went into shops in Australia and it was just, I was just blown away because she did sadness and silliness so well. Like there's some really funny tracks on that song, like... um like more cheeky light-hearted ones like step off is a great song and my house and then i think uh, i definitely took inspiration from missy higgins who i was obsessed with when i was younger oh my god you're a both (laughs) (laughs) just like the kind of three honestly i yeah missy higgins is my yeah i mean she's iconic i feel like for our generation as well so popular growing up like she was a little bit older than us but she was like still an Aussie legend you know an icon and um definitely her like kind of Australian essence is definitely made its way into that track one other person that I will say as well super inspired by when I wrote this song um I was talking about another interview the other day Alanis Morissette like yeah I'm like her deep tracks, like her deep cuts are so incredible, like so scathing and so misandrous and so mean and so like just brutal. Really, yeah, brutal, but it's it's so yeah. like visible. Yeah, I love her. Amazing. Stand, we stand. You've been described as having a bleeding heart with a knack for weaving a vivid web of unfiltered feeling in your music. Tell us about your experience writing from such a vulnerable space and how has that informed the way you view your songwriting process and the release of your music as well? Um, Yeah, I was actually talking about this today with another songwriter friend who said, you know, like a lot of my peers say that they take quite a while to work to finish songs. Like they kind of like to chip away at them and edit them and get them you know sounding really good but I think for the most part most of my songs are written in one session and I think it's because I if it's something about something personal it's about my life I I need to write it while I'm still feeling that feeling you know it needs to come from like an authentic place for me um which is interesting yeah because I was also another artist I really look up to is Madison Cunningham and listening to a podcast of hers where she said that she takes weeks and months to write songs, just carefully editing them and constructing them. And I'm like, wow, it's so crazy. You can hear two, two songs that are similar and the artists work in completely different ways, I think. Yeah. In addition to that, it's very interesting that you bring up that point about, you know, writing a song over a certain amount of time. I think, you know, sometimes it can come off maybe too polished or maybe you know, not as raw and not as unfiltered as it should be. Like some songs you hear and you're like, oh, I want that to be more raw or you want that to be more organic rather than really like not produced per se, but like just flawless in a way. It's nice to have some songs that do have their their flaws and maybe that wasn't the best choice of lyric at the time, but it was what it was at the time and therefore it's really authentic. Do you agree with that? Yeah, a hundred percent. Like, um, Madison Cunningham is such a wizard. Like she's such a musical, like 
master and all of her melodies and everything is so intricate and it's beautiful but I think that's not me to have everything be super super perfect I think it needs to be a little bit more gritty (laughs) honestly love that so much and really love the approach that you take it as as I said before it again cements your position as such a unique artist and definitely one that I truly appreciate your artistry and I know that a lot of other people will when they hear this release which is coming out so so soon this is of course only the second month of the year and there's like so much to look forward to you've got the release you've got your release party can you tell us about your dreams and goals that you want to accomplish in the future and can you also talk about how these compare with where you thought you'd be um like 12 months ago uh well this year I guess the biggest goals for me I really want to travel. I really want to take my music overseas and meet other musicians overseas and write in overseas, particularly Nashville. Yes. I'm really hoping to finally get there for the first time. <laughs> for the first time this year. I think um, what differs from 12 months ago, not even 12 months ago, but just like in the past five years, I thought I would have gotten to Nashville a lot sooner. And yeah. I think they've had to mix through like a massive <laughs> spanner in the works for everything. I mean, especially travel. Because it was always the dream for me was like, since I was really young, was turn 21 and go to America. Um, but yeah, that's kind of screwed everything up. And so, well, as soon as I've got and a little bit more, more money. These happen for a reason, right? So like yeah. the universe is deciding the way in which to go. And maybe, just maybe, if you had have gone to Nashville then, you wouldn't be writing this amazing hit now. <laughs> so, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> maybe just maybe you're driving straight in with a launch at the retreat hotel so exciting tell us more about what punters can expect any live shows you've got teed up or any plans for this year as well uh I guess this is the main one I'm kind of focusing on like I said big plan is to hopefully get to Nashville in September to see Americana Fest um and (laughs) uh yeah, the launch is something I've put a lot of thought into because um, I just want it to be more like a fun event, like not just a gig, you know. I want it to be about more than music. So I have bought so many decorations. It's going to be like an under the sea beach Queensland themed launch um, with like lots of like blow up paraphernalia. And that is so balls. exciting. <laughs> like going to be beach balls. I got like all these really cute little fish balloons and then yesterday I was at Ikea and they have the cutest like sea animal plushies and I had to hold back like I only got a dolphin and like some little mini ones but they're just too cute so I'm hopefully I'm gonna have like plushies all over the stage and I really encourage people to like dress up (laughs) if you can (laughs) this is like so multifaceted and like multi-sensory it's an (laughs) all-encapsulating like event this sounds amazing (laughs) I'm so excited (laughs) no genuinely what like led you to do this like obviously people can just have you know a single launch party or a single release party what led you to like have it so multifaceted and yeah just so depth like have so much depth as well um 
yeah, I don't know. I guess that if it had been any other song, I wouldn't have really felt this way about wanting to do it like that. I think um, even though the words Sunshine Coast don't appear in the lyrics of the song, um, it's just something that in my mind I really equate with the beach. It's because I guess it's about something that happened to me in summer and I just tie in everything that happens to me so closely with nature and the seasons. So it's a really beachy song. I feel like the mandolin and the instrumentation is very summery and sunny and beachy and I just immediately thought like I want to make everything about this just yeah beachy under the sea ocean vibes why not bring that to a live setting like why just like stifle like keep it stifled in my Instagram feed <laughs> why not make it bring it to life no cute I love it it's gonna the like photos and the footage from it are gonna be amazing you'll have to get like a whole videographer team to just do it yep. <laughs> like photo like photographers and videographers involved yeah but um well, it's kind of pending because the thing is, I've spent too much money on blow up, blow up <laughs> palm trees and toys from IKEA. I'm like, crap! Now how am I going to afford oh, a photographer? But we're what, what a problem to have! Aesthetic <laughs> versus capturing the moment. Aesthetic capturing the moment. <laughs> Memories or like photographs? You know? No, absolutely. What what a conundrum to find yourself in. Anyway, we're going to loosen up a little bit now um, from the deep dive-esque sort of questions and also from the beaches. Let's have a quick fire round of five questions. Do you think you're up for it? Yeah. Fantastic. Question one, favourite local venue you've seen a show at? Oh my gosh. This is hard. Okay, I'm going to say first thing that comes to mind is Rook's Return on a Thursday night. What a choice. Question two, dream artist to collaborate with? Oh, Madison Cunningham definitely oh yes 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 okay question three if you had to choose one media form to collect music would it be cassette or mp3 files honestly mp3 files something i can back up to the cloud because <laughs> i will lose it yeah that that's so real question what are we up to four if you could play only one instrument for the rest of your life what would it be absolutely the guitar like the acoustic guitar i'm just in love with it always come back to it then- you own multiple <laughs> I, I only have one like really beautiful expensive acoustic it's a Cole Clark um oh. and I've got I've got a mandolin a little Eastman mandolin and I just bought a jazz master but I still always come back to the acoustic it's my favorite so I need more me too I've got mine in the corner over there oh over there <laughs> <laughs> okay daisies and the last question uh, your favourite youth-based community radio station, keeping in mind that there is only one right answer to this one. <laughs> well, I'm going to have to say Sin. <laughs> what? <laughs> Funny story, I, I was on the Sin 1700 in like 2019 when I was like a little baby. And I oh, no way. On live TV. I don't know who let me do that. <laughs> Never let no me way. do anything live. <laughs> No, we love live. Live is great. You get the raw and authentic, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now you've got Rihanna J, Possum and Matt Dixon supporting you at the launch. Are there any other local artists that you've been really digging lately that we should know about? Oh, 100%. Number one is Hannah Cameron. She, um, okay, I've heard amazing things about Hannah. People listening won't be able to hear this, see this, but um, I've got her album artwork framed behind me uh, that I bought at her launch. It's beautiful. Um, that's her album, Holding Pattern. And uh, yeah, that album is just such a standout release in the last year. Cannot believe it's not topping the charts all over the world. I think she's so refined, so good at what she does. 
and so unique. And um, I mean, Matt Dixon, who's playing pedal steel with us for my launch, he's in her band, plays pedal steel for her and guitar on a lot of these tracks. And um, it's just so inspiring. So it's really special to be able to play with one of her band members. And also to be able to see her and interact with her on a local basis is just incredible. She's like just so talented, out of this world talented. Yeah. I feel like maybe a collaboration between you two is on the books. <laughs> maybe one day. Maybe one day. I feel like maybe we potentially very much need that. I don't know. Where did that come from? Where did that idea come from? Who knows? Hey, what are you, who are you talking to? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> who knows? Maybe, maybe it should happen. <laughs> Love that anyway as we sort of come to the end of this interview we wanted to say thank you so much for catching up with us but for listeners who are just finding out about you uh where can they find you online or on socials uh you can honestly google me there's only like two there's actually I think only three people with an online presence with my name in the world and the other two are in Italy so Mia Pisano M-I-A. P-I-S-A-N-O. Look me up and you can find me at Mia Pisano Music on Instagram or on my website, miapisano.com. We'll redirect you anywhere you need to go. And then you can follow me on Spotify. Fantastic. Amazing. (laughs) No, everyone, please, please give it up for Mia Pisano. It was an absolute joy, 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 joy to be talking to you, learning more about your musical career and just more about you as a person. I mean, you're such an individual and unique character and I think that completely transpires into your music. So thank you so much for sharing. Yeah, and being authentic and raw and vulnerable with us too. We really appreciate the chat, Mia. Thank you. This was so fun. Thanks.